Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. What's up, everybody? It's Mike here with the Life of a Fighter podcast. And I apologize. I'm going to be recording this one on my phone because today's and just this whole week has been uh, pretty slam packed. And I haven't had an opportunity to really get it done in front of my typical recording spot with the nice mic and all that fun stuff. Anyways, I'm actually just leaving a photo shoot right now, which I can't talk about all the details, but we will have some announcement in the coming week um, and in the next coming weeks and months about a really new exciting partnership that we have going on in Asheville, North Carolina, and hopefully expanding beyond that. And yeah, we'll probably actually be having on some guests on the podcast to discuss that in the coming weeks and months. So that's part of it, and normally I try and have Sundays to just be a family day and shutting it down, and normally that's where I would have the opportunity if I didn't get to record the podcast prior, I would do it Sunday morning, but, or in the evening, but anyways, so that's really exciting, we got some really cool, fun stuff coming on, but today's topic, what I wanted to talk about is just the whole idea of quitting, okay, and the reason I, I wanted to cover this is because I actually just recently, this past Friday, we had kind of a... Uh, let's call it a situation happen, and I, I, I don't, I'm not going to go into the details of names, but the individuals know who they are, or this individual know who they are, and the people know who I'm talking about that, that are a part of it, but it doesn't really matter. It's more about, I want to take it as a learning opportunity, not just for this individual that's a client of mine and a friend, but as an opportunity to share with you all and, and share the story and see what kind of two cents you want to put in from it, if you want to respond back, but also as a learning opportunity. And Basically, to give you a little bit of an understanding, it's Friday nights at Rogue Combat Club, the um, Muay Thai program that I run here at Rogue Combat Club. We have our sparring on Friday nights for the advanced people. And when I say advanced people, I mean the people that come to our advanced class. And the way that works is I'm not a big fan of necessarily uh, testing and, and belting and ranking systems like that, reliant solely on tests. But what we do do as part of the program is have two different levels. We have an all-levels class, which anyone can attend, and then we have an advanced class, which you have to have an invite for and you have to be properly assessed for. And we want to make sure that, obviously, the advanced class is for our fighters and competitors and people want to get another challenge out of what they're doing in a Muay Thai program. So especially for the fighters, we need to have a certain quality and a certain level there, not just for the individuals but for the, as a training partner and for everyone as a team because we want to make sure that our fighters are getting the right training partners, the right work in, and part of that is the environment that we create. And there's a balancing act. that Anyone that's been to a fight gym or a martial arts-based gym or any kind of variation of that, and there's any competitors or fighters there, there's a balancing act that happens between the people that are there for fitness, for health, and the people that are there for competition and to better themselves and maybe make a career out of fighting. And a lot of people think they want to fight. When it really comes down to the true test, they find out that maybe they don't or that it took more than what they thought and there's more growth that has to happen. And in this one particular situation this past Friday, we had... 
one of my clients that I've been working with, and I'm really proud of the progression that he's made, but there's just been some things, kind of just some holes in their game that, that we wanted to help mold along. And, and what I've learned is that you want to kind of create a custom plan for each individual. So some people may benefit from certain types of encouragement. Some people need more boundaries set up and certain things to be challenged on and really be word for word up front with them. Because sometimes I try and protect an individual's ego or their emotions by wording it in nicer manner. Because I think that's what they may need. And there's other people you just be straight up with and brutally honest to the point where it may even hurt them. But some people need that as well to get action to happen. So I was getting a read on this particular client, still figuring out, okay, you know, um, they just don't have the control that's necessary for me to feel comfortable sparring and working with our fighters, A, partially because, and where more comes from is my job as a coach is to protect everyone that's in my classes and in that facility. And what ends up happening is not just protecting the other people, because especially for our fighters, I'm less concerned with them getting knocked out. I'm more concerned with the individual not having the control escalating with their intensity. And then our fighters, my biggest rule of thumb is hit as hard as you want to get hit. Fighters know a little bit more or they're a little more familiar with the intensity at which they dial up and down. So it's a little bit easier for them to register, okay, this person's going too hard, I'm going to check them with the same amount of intensity they're giving me. Usually once that happens, they dial it back down because they realize, oh, that's too hard. Sometimes some people don't even have the control of their power, and they don't realize and they'll power it up, and then they don't realize they're being checked um, with that power, and they, they just continue to escalate it up or things like that. And that's not, not what happened in this situation. That's just a painted picture. The bigger thing, though, is... In this situation, we were going, let's say, 30, 40, 50%, and this individual just thought that it was going harder. And, and the bigger picture is just the person they were sparring with, that's just how they go 30%. That's their 30%, especially as a competitive fighter. They're moving to Thailand. They have power, all those things. Anyways, so we are supposed to do three rounds for each of these individuals in sparring. We had two people testing to go into advanced class, and part of the testing is you do your original testing, then you come to a sparring session, and we see how you do in sparring in a controlled atmosphere, and then we make a decision based on that. One of the people that um, I've been allowing to come to advanced class because I thought they would benefit them still wasn't ready for sparring, didn't have the control, but, um, you know, Johnny, the owner that, that we've had on the podcast before, we had a discussion, you know, let's have him come down, let's see where he's at, let's make an assessment and kind of use that as a learning opportunity saying, hey, listen, these are the things that we got to improve, this is what we're seeing, so on and so forth, because I like to also record all the training that we have, because when you can visually see it and go back, it makes a huge difference in the corrections. So the first round, um, this individual, they just they kind of get teed up a little bit. The, the, the other person, their training partner, their, the fighter, obviously has way more experience and just gets the better of them, which is to be expected. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is how you choose to handle it, and then what intensity do you choose to come back at it with? As, especially as they get frustrated, they start to increase the intensity. And I think they misread the, their training partner's intensity as trying to hurt them when really that's just their 30%. And then in the second round, we had one of our other coaches come in because, again, I felt comfortable to control. And at the end of the first round, they were actually working with our fighter, and they actually caught him with a nice, clean shot, but it was just a little too hard. And everyone kind of heard it and felt it and saw it. And there was times, actually, in that first round with one of our other training partners who's a coach and a fighter, he pulled some shots where he could have really hurt this person, but he actually just literally pulled You could see it in the video. He didn't even touch him with it. He pulled it and didn't even make contact because he knew that it was going to hurt them. And it would clearly have knocked them out and put them on their ass, and that's not what we're there for. But I think the other person just kind of took it personal and hit him with a clean shot at the end of the round. And I think it kind of set the mood a little bit. We're like, eh, that's not cool, man. Um, but anyways, we, you know, we figured out. Second round, one of our other coaches goes in, 
and I think maybe was kind of feeling that vibe a little bit and went – I still think they were going light, like less than 50%, but maybe just a little bit more. Um, and they actually, like, let's say in the first minute into the first part of it, they both had an exchange, and our coach caught my client with a clean shot. Didn't even, like, drop him or hurt him or anything. Like that, but definitely caught him with a clean shot. So I'm like, all right, guys, both, let's dial it down. I separated him and gave my client a standing eight count. But as I'm giving a standing eight count – he actually spits his mouthpiece out, throws it on the ground, takes his gloves off, and kind of throws a little bit of a tantrum. And I understand where he's coming from. He thinks that they're going harder on him. And I could understand that mindset if you don't know better because you don't have the experience. But what I don't understand and what I didn't appreciate was I was like, hey, man, no, let's just I, – I said we're going to calm it down, we'll calm it down. But I don't think they heard me and they didn't really hear what I said prior to that. They just kind of said, oh, this is bullshit, I'm done, I'm not trying to get brain trauma, which I respect. And I understand that, you know, we're not in this to – to be rock'em, sock'em robots and hurt each other. But if you want to be a fighter, there's a certain amount of sparring and intensity you have to be able to deal with, even if it's in sparring. Because in a fight, guess what? When they catch you clean, there's no one to, to say, oh, let's dial it down. The only person that's there to help you is the ref, and they're going to call the fight, and you're going to risk losing. And I'm okay with losing too, but there's no one that's going to dial down the intensity. So anyways, I get in that field, but they just basically walk off from that, and they quit. And that's the whole topic of stuff. They quit. And there's different ways to quit in life. I've quit before. I've quit... Um, whether it's a diet, I've quit classes, I've quit all, all these different things in life. The one thing I've learned about myself, though, is looking at the why behind the what. Why did I quit? What was the cause? How did it happen? And what can we do to get better from it? So needless to say, we, you know, I, I was like, all right, you're done. That's it. And I didn't want to make a big spiel about it during it. I was going to have a conversation, which I did afterwards. Um, I do like to have those conversations in person, so I was going to wait. But they kind of responded to me um, later, and we had a whole conversation about it. But anyways, I say this because I wanted to hear, A, from y'all, if you've had any situations that you've quit in and you've had the opportunity to learn from it or if it's been a mistake or you regret it, kind of reach out, whether it's on social media or privately. You can message and we'll talk about it. And I'd love to hear some feedback on that. But also, the bigger takeaway is how you look at that op- uh, situation and how you can look at it as an opportunity instead of a downfall. So, and this is my point that was to my clients was instead of saying, oh, shit, yes, it was a weak moment, I quit, uh, and acknowledge it and say, yes, do those things. Instead of doing that, they create this, this kind of, oh, well, I wasn't feeling good, I had a fever, um, the victim mindset. Going back to this victim mindset, guys, I don't care what you've been through. I've been through some shit. We've all been through some shit. We've all had some experiences, whether my personal family, I can share some experiences with you that would kind of make your blood curdle a little bit, or myself, or, or people that I know. And again, I've actually been in a great environment most of all. We all face things, you know, and, and whether it's intentional or not, we've all had experiences. So it doesn't not really cut it for me. And what I'd rather see not only this client do, but just us in general, the people that are listening and what I think the world needs to do, saying, okay, yes, this was a weak moment. What can I do about it? Acknowledge it, accept it, give validity to that moment, respect it for what happened, and then think, okay, how am I going to progress and grow? And with all that being said, that's not what I think this person did. After explaining it to them, I think they kind of started to a little bit, but unfortunately they chose to, instead of dealing with it and handling it, um, go a different route. I'm not going to go into all the details of it because it's not the platform for that, but I wanted to share this story with the hopes to kind of inspire you all to get this idea of not being in a victim mindset. Is things not going well for you? Well, ask why. Instead of saying, well, with me, saying, ask why, what can I do differently? How can I get better from it? And that's where I think the progressions and benefits to your life can happen. I'm not saying quitting or weakness is a good thing, but I'm saying it's an opportunity. And if you start looking at it as an opportunity instead of a victim and a problem, then it's going to change your perspective from life and the things that start happening to you and with you and, and to you and for you. So with all that being said, guys,
it's okay to have a weak moment. It's not okay to be a quitter. And the biggest thing I take away is what – I don't need to have conversations with people. I, that's why I like people to train with me, especially if I do business or anything like that. I like to train with them. It doesn't have to be sparring. It doesn't have to be even boxing. It could be jujitsu. It could be weight training. It could be cardio. But I will see everything I need to know about a person on the mats and in the gym. You will show me who you are if you're a quitter, if you're someone that thrives under pressure, if you're going to be successful, if you're not. And to me, that's a big moment of at least where this person's currently on their life, they're, gonna, they're a quitter and they're going to quit. And they're going to quit on me in a fight if that's the route that we're going to go. And um, hopefully we're going to handle it. And I've been in communications with them and they just seem a little like conflicted about it. And I thought I'd make this to kind of A, they're going to listen, help them with some perspective, but also help all of y'all share from this experience because I think that it's an opportunity again to grow and become better and not to create into a snowball victim mindset that continuously escalates down that road. So with that being said, y'all, Sunday, um, I'm finally going to get home, spend more time with the family, hang with Lena and Ashley. I'll check you guys next week, and be awesome as always. Peace. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between. Dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it, y'all. See you on the next one.